is that a thing? Do we call them the Santa Anas now? Oh, I got the Santa Anas. No, I know what you said. I'm saying, is that a th- is this a thing that you do where you say, I got the Santa Anas? I've never heard it called that. <laughs> I don't know, but I've been doing it the last three days, and everybody looks at me around here, and they go, oh, yeah, it was really bad this weekend. I'm coining it. Are we... I, I think stop people just... to, is this a stop trying to make fetch happen thing or is this like a, a serious thing that other people do? If you type the Santa Anna's into Google, the first hit is Santa Anna wins. Well, yeah, well, because you use the because... phrase about the winds. I'm asking if everyone has called allergies because of the wind, the Santa Anna's. I don't know, but it sounds pretty good. It, it's giving it the, the diabetes treatment. Yeah. Although that would be more like, I got the sugars. Or I don't got the sugars, depending on which type of diabetes you have. So we start with Ava, and then get to nothing else. Hmm. I mean... We see where the discussion takes us. It sounds like you have some filler content if we need it. Yeah, Batman versus Superman. Huh. Oh. Maybe we save that for next episode because I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> I just am, I'm sad that we won't get to games because we all have games. But like, I don't know how we're going to get past just like my huge capital letter notes here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because here we are in 281 episodes of We Were Gamers, and it's been 14 years since our last episode, you guys. It's just been so, so long. I feel like I've been adrift in space. (laughs) You know what's funny? I had a different drift joke uh, that I was going to follow up that up with. uh, I actually wrote later down in in my notes on this movie, Time to Drift. <laughs> yes. Thing. Yeah, the Pacific Rim thing made a, a debut in this. I thought I had to look it up and I was like, oh, did this or Pacific Rim come out first? And I was like, hmm. Pretty sure it was Pacific Rim, right? Uh Pacific Rim, and uh, now I've forgotten. Pacific Rim uh came out later, I believe. Oh, it did. Yeah. Very I, interesting. Pacific oh. Rim is like mid mid teens of the two thousands, and I think this is two thousand what? No. What? No, yeah. It's earlier than this. 3.33 is much earlier. Well, 3.0, I guess. You, you're saying 3.0 came out in 2001? Didn't it originally come out? No. That's No. You cannot no, redo it. Came 2000, out in 2012. 12. That's right. So, I don't know. By the point that they were making Pacific Rim, it'd be hard for them to have i don't know maybe maybe gosh it was so Pacific so very yeah i know it was 2013 so i know it certainly it was, yeah. could have been influenced right it could, maybe i mean that's but the like, whole point of that movie is drift so you'd have to have had the idea for hey we were gamers uh podcast we were gamers.com if you know where these two movies share their idea for drifting from Ooh, that's a good point, because you're probably right that both of these were deep into production at that year, right? Yeah, it would have been hard for one of them to be influenced by another, by the other, and still have come out when they did. Like, I could not believe it when he's like, just like when we play the piano, 
you have to synchronize our minds. I was like, oh my God, it's drifting. Uh, I guess we should say we're talking about <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Evangelion 3.33, You Can Not Redo. Uh, we watched it on Amazon streaming uh, because there are other versions of this, apparently, uh, like with the other ones. And this is the one we had access to. So and also uh, I went down a little rabbit hole, I will say. Hey, Isn't this the newest translation of this has changed multiple times? So there's two things here. Really? One, isn't this the newest version of this? Yes. So okay, the Amazon yeah, Prime streaming version. And in fact, all of the versions got retranslations when they came to Amazon. Okay. Uh, so um, because of the controversy over our last show that had translation issues, uh, what was... It was the uh, Squid Game discussion that we had had with uh, uh, the Korean to English. Some people apparently out there don't know this, but that when you're watching a translated film, you should click English, not English CC. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes, that's a big difference. Yeah. Uh, this this came up and was I, I discussed with someone because English, someone translates what you're hearing uh, a different way than what happens when someone tries to dub something and then transcribes a dub. Dubs and subs are not the same and never will be. And CC means you're watching the the quote-unquote subtitles of closed captioning, right? Which is the English dub closed captioned. So uh, let's just throw that out there for... You know, if anybody had never heard that before or didn't know the difference, you know, uh, I assume we all watched in Japanese again. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's unbearable in English. I really, I, I tried again. The first one, I didn't even turn it on in the second one or this one to even check. I just went immediately to Japanese. My settings were the same from having watched the last one. So I didn't even have to, I didn't even <laughs> I have to, to mess with them. The best I had way. to, uh, I had to reset them because we sat down to watch something else on prime and it started off in Japanese. <laughs> that and, is tough. And the, the wife was like, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh no, I got this. Don't worry. Anyway. Uh, well, I was very easy explanation. 3.33. Yeah. She had seen me watching it. It wasn't like a profound experience. She uh, was well, moved by the heart-moving piano duet. I was moved by a lot of the music in this. Uh, there's a lot of great music in this, I think. Okay, what were you talking about? Okay, 14 years. <laughs> uh, so do you got... It, Okay, do we want to just immediately start with the conspiracy board, or do we want to like sort of go through this movie and then move into the conspiracy board stuff? Because there's conspiracy board stuff immediately before the movie even opens. Yeah, I guess we could. I guess we could sort of work our way through it. Okay, so remember how last time we were talking about? Do you watch the coming next on thing at the end of the movie? Yes, I remember us discussing that, and you I said I that at the end of the last one. Well, you told no, us to. I didn't. I don't think I had realized at the time that it was there, and so on both of oh. your advice, I I deliberately didn't go back. It was so. Uh, it was a it was a the, ruse from, from the last one. Some of the images shown in the last one don't appear in it this movie. Was Ooh. a 
ruse. The implication being they happened during those 14 years that aren't shown. It was a huh. ruse. So maybe I do need to go back and watch it now. Yes. And... They show like Ava Unit 6 descending into Central Dogma, which we don't see, yet Ava Unit 6, like at the climax of the film, is, uh, I guess, Omega spoilers for everything in this movie, right? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're straight up front. You should yeah. put that up. I wonder, do you think, JJ... So I watched that on your recommendation, right? And uh, then on both of our recommendations, Michael didn't. And I'm very curious to see how that ends up as we discuss this. JJ, do you think it was one shorthand, shorthand, or do you think two, it was a ruse? It was was to throw you off. This particular movie had a particularly troubled development over the course of many years. So it's also entirely possible that they intended to do that at the end of the last movie and then before finishing this one decided I mean, to cut it for whatever reason. This right? this movie is 20 minutes shorter than yeah, the like others. 90, 90 something and the other two are closer to 2 hours. Yeah. I would not it would not be beyond reason that some stuff had to get cut. Hence why I asked about the conspiracy board stuff because there's a bunch of like maybe sort of ideas that like the stuff they were showing at the end of that last one is actually stuff that happened in the ensuing 14 years. Interesting. So I will talk a little bit more about that when they bring up um, sort of like what Shin, when Shinji comes back and like, we sort of start, start talking about that because I also want to ask another question about some of the stuff that happened in between there, but it, it kind of has a place in the context of the, of the show. So let's like, actually talk about the plot a little bit uh we just open with like the like a scene like breaking their their buddy out of jail or something (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of a a prison break you don't know what they're after at first right it just seems like oh this is some kind of like nerve prison break mission or whatever uh and you know we you you see this like really crazy rocket system that is just like unbelievably over-engineered <laughs> uh and then you hear uh asuka pop on the radio so she's not dead hey surprise good news well, we, we knew that from last lost, time she was on the table last time yeah and they said they she were hasn't be lost able to... her humanity right she's well i guess good point yes uh because a lot of people are not alive right yeah turn turns uh, out but you don't know that at that point right at this point you, we don't know that yet uh, and then you get to, you know, they're uh, they're attacking this like floating cross prison <laughs> in space. Just like, who designed this this way? Why would you do this? Um. So I I I so you don't know it at this point, but I speculate that it was Nerve that put him up there. Almost certainly, right? Yeah. Based on the, again, you f- we figure out later what these things protecting it are but they appear to be automated defense things of nerves, right? Like AV unit 13 has them protecting it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and so, you know, there's a pretty cool scene here with Asuka ordering Mari around as you know, her support unit or whatever. I uh, was and... instantly entranced by a new Asuka and very happy to see Mari again. Yeah. yeah. I, 
this was an extremely cool action scene and the, like really fun. The first 25 minutes of the movie are great. Yeah, it, it, it is constant. Oh, my God, that's cool. And what the hell is going on? And then, oh, my God, that's cool. And yeah. then, what the heck is going on? <laughs> like back and forth the entire time. Uh, stay very, you know, what's the what's that term of like media art where you start in the middle of something in medias race? Thank you. Yes. Hey, wow, Michael. Good pull. <laughs> that's that Latin education coming back. Yes, yeah, he did. Spanish. <laughs> I I like that you said uh, those two things together because both of those point to one of the things I was going to note, and we can talk about it later. But I felt all of a sudden that this movie made a shift to like, hey man, by the end of this, this is going to be an art film. Just so you know certainly felt like that's what they were trying to do right i don't know if they ever got there but it seems like maybe we're headed that way yeah yeah i i think that's a interesting and maybe potentially important note based on well what happened in the original series and then kind of where we seem to be going right yeah i i felt there was also a shift in this movie from trying to get you to root for shinji to trying to make you feel like what Shinji is feeling. I didn't like right? feeling because, that way. <laughs> well, yeah, neither does he, but he spends, we'll, we'll get to it, but he spends so much of this movie having no clue what is going on and no one will tell him. And it seemed intentional. Like they want you to be kind of upset and annoyed that you don't know what's going on. Oh yeah. And the explanations they give you are not reliable. (laughs) You know, I, we, we get a lore dump or some level of a lore dump from Kaworu later. And, you know, not the most reliable narrator, maybe, you know, I would say, don't know that i fully trust his motivations there gee by the end do you think maybe not yeah exactly so you know (laughs) it's a how much of what he says is what actually happened versus you know just him trying to say something to make shinji feel a certain way right so we get the cool rescue scene uh ava unit one seems to awaken briefly you know to sort of like punch a hole through the prison uh for a hot moment and then is gone I guess I guess Ava Unit One is suspended in the prison too, right? Is that also part of this? They have yes. Unit One in the ship. Yeah. Well, no. Before they before they bring it back, Ava Unit. So Ava Unit One is still is trapped in that prison, and Shinji is still a part of the Ava. He hasn't been extracted yet. Right. Yeah. You're talking about during that first fight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't pulled him out. They haven't collared him yet. Right, and they they rescue him, and then almost as soon as he gets out, they slap this, like, choker-type collar on him. What was the name of it? DSS? Is that the DSS, name? I think, is what they called it. The DSS choker? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I laughed at this moment because you had to wait a half hour for it, Andy, but you got your hospital bed. I knew it was coming. I, I, I was, I was, I wasn't gonna mention it until one of you guys mentioned it. But the hospital bed aesthetic is strong in this movie, especially later. 
when he's stuck inside of Tokyo 3. Oh, yeah. But it's not the yeah. same shot, right? Obviously, this was the no. same shot. And it's like, it's got to be something to this. I mean, it's been 14 years. They haven't a. There's something to the hospital bed shot of. The, I'm. I'm not. I, I'm not. I don't need to wax on about it. But uh, thank you for mentioning it because I didn't want to be the first one this time. <laughs> I feel crazy. No, you were. There's. They're doing something. I just don't know that it's like. That's what I was saying earlier. Profound. It feels like they want to do an art movie, but at the same time, like. Uh. And so Shinji gets escorted to the captain of this, like what looks like a naval destroyer fleet, essentially. Which, I, I never got... I don't know why I got the impression that they were in the Arctic. Was there a bunch of ice around? There was a bunch of ice. Yes, yes, there was. Okay. So you were not mistaken there. Okay. Uh, and we get taken to this, like, extremely cool-looking steampunk bridge of a battleship. Uh, and meet the, like, interesting crew uh and the captain shows up and it's uh it misato right yeah. yeah the colonel uh being backed up by like a slightly different haired version of ritsuko and they declare that you know shinji's like oh misato's here like everything will be great now and she's like this choker is your punishment. You are under arrest. <laughs> Take him away, basically. Uh, and declines to tell him anything about what was going on and why he's here and what happened other than to say, this is your fault. You can never pilot an Ava again. And if you do, we will basically we will blow up the car. Blow, your, blow, blow your off head. your head. <laughs> so, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> Uh, oh, they mentioned, is this where they mentioned the name of the organization that they work for? Will they? Uh, yeah, so I think they... I think, it's Vi- like, I think they use it as a V instead of a W. Yeah, I think it's, it's Ville. German, it's German. Ville. Ville. Okay. Uh, which makes sense, because isn't that where Asuka was originally transferred in from? And it's somewhat implied that Mari is from there as well. It seems like there's some sort of European-North American alliance against Nerve, maybe. So, Mm -hmm. in my Googling after, I found out that this is called Operation U.S., this whole, like, battle fleet and thing. It's the very first, like, words that you can actually understand in the movie. Operation U.S. is go. So, there we go. Yeah. Okay. It's, I, there was a lot, I, I paid a lot of attention to the beginning of the movie because I felt like it was going to be a big deal. And I wrote down a bunch of stuff and one of them was Operation U.S. is go. Asuka makes a mention of like, oh, you know, unit two improved is ready and this stuff. And we're like, oh, was the, you know, because the, you don't get immediately the 14 years that it's been 14 years or whatever, even though stuff is like, obviously very different characters look different. Um, except the pilots, right? Except the pilots. Uh, and also unit two still doesn't have its arm, right? Cause unit two's arm came off, I think at the end of the last one. And so you're like, oh, they just didn't, you know, replace the arm. But it actually sounds like the arm is now reconfigurable or whatever. Yeah, because she definitely she replaces it to to power up the ship. 
Right, with like her fusion lance or whatever the heck that thing is. Uh, so I think the, like, <laughs> the, you know, Shinji is asking like, what's going on? You know, the their fleet comes under attack by, like, I, did they explain what these giant pillars are like that attack them at all? I don't. I don't feel like we got any explanation other than Ritsuko going like, they're going to surround us, and then they're immediately surrounded. So is it here or earlier where they say pattern blue detected? They're both. They said it earlier, and then they say it again here. So this is where I first started to be like, uh, how are we, like, have so many angels running around? Right. So I assume they're part of what we later discover to be Ava's. Right, the autonomous ones that Nerf has created. I just assume everything is now an autonomous Ava. (laughs) I mean, those little dishes flying around seem to be those autonomous Avas too, so I could fully believe it, right? And they start looking like angels as they start becoming that big grid thing later. Uh, And so, like, (laughs) this whole thing has been this giant fleet of ships turns out to be cover for building an underwater flying ship is that the like I, it's, it's very it's very like final fantasy airship-esque yet also it kind of looks like a freaky bone dragon with like weird like bandages and stuff all over it very strange looking ship called the wunder i guess with a german w at the front uh and there's like a very cool, like, oh no, will we survive scene? And they, you know, transform the bridge into the battle bridge and basically leave Shinji behind. <laughs> yeah, don't do anything. Uh, and, you know, we have like a tense fight scene of like, you know, will they or won't they? And then the ship bursts out of the water and flies through the air. And you get your first good look at it. And, uh, huh. He said it has this like freaky bone dragon look. And it has a bunch of giant halos. You know, other things have we've seen recently that have giant halos. Avas, angels, Kawaru. They take your pick. (laughs) The awakened Avas, though, like the ones right before the impacts happen. Uh, During this fight here, where I guess it's we are to assume that it's Ray, the one we know, uh, it is breaking into the ship to try to rescue Sinji. Uh, oh wait, hmm, did I skip some stuff? I think I skipped some stuff. We need to back up. Yeah, right. you. I mean, you. There was the scene between Shinji and Asuka, right? When like he's he's prison. getting his exam. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is the so... part where they talk about the near third impact, right? Where they explain to him that it's been fourteen years. It, Asuka explains that why they haven't aged because of the curse of the Avas. And then I think, is it Misato or Ritsuko who calls it the, you know, you, you caused the, the N3 I, the near third impact. I thought he didn't learn about that until Kuwaru told him later. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. That rearranges uh, some of the stuff I have written down here. We'll talk about it in a minute then. 
because uh, I think I think part of what drove what drives him to go with Ray, other than the fact that he thinks he has saved her and they're lying to him, is that they don't tell him anything about what's going on. But they do give him back the tape player, right? Right, which is broken, and they couldn't find any they couldn't find any justifiable reason not to give it to him. It's unbroken. Right. It's completely repaired. Or they said there's nothing on it, though. Yes. But it is, it's, it, it was works, with yeah. her and destroyed, and so it was brought back somehow. But it doesn't work. Because right. she, she doesn't have a soul anymore. And he's convinced that he brought her back and that she's still in the, you know, the Ava plug. Did you catch they what they it? call this, this non-Ava thing? The Mark 9 or whatever? Did you catch what uh, Mari calls it? I have it written here. The Adams Vessel. There you go. Yeah. What is that about? All right. Opens up the conspiracy board. <laughs> so some stuff I read about this is, you know, the, the whole the whole big thing going on is trying to reunite Lilith with Adam. Right. That was that's kind of been the, the instrumentality thing that Gendo was doing in the original series. You maybe can assume that's what's trying to happen again here. Hard to say based on some of the other crazy stuff that happens later. But the implication here is that it's not a like true Ava with someone's soul in it, right? Because otherwise she would have said, oh, that's like Ray's Ava or something. But instead, it's like an Ava without a head and a robot head placed on it. And her, she is piloting that. So it's not a real Ava because it was decapitated and had this robot thing fitted to it. Like what? Why or any of this? Yeah, of course, this, yeah. this is weird. Unanswered. Yeah, I mean, she even shoots the head off of it again, and it doesn't matter, right? Because again, it's not a true Ava, right? Where if you had, right. you know, chopped the head off a real Ava or chopped the head off of other things, we can discuss in a minute. Um, hmm. You know, that appears to have a different set of effects. Uh, so Shinji, out of you know, anger or misguided belief in Ayanami or whatever decides to go with uh, the Adams vessel Ray rescuing him or presumably Ray uh, and escapes into I don't know whatever and Misato can't bring him bring herself to hit the button to kill him right which I think was the only interesting moment she had in this movie yeah what a waste right they yeah, she never they even took her up. goggles off I don't think right no, I don't think uh, they ever... I think you see her without him in the. In the yeah, end. you do yeah. see her at one point at the him. end of the movie. Maybe I, it's interesting that it can the collar can go out of range. So then it's like, OK, well, that's not really a big threat. Then if you tell him never to pilot an Ava, but like the collar can go out of range. Yeah, also, like it's it's keyed to her personal codes and all this stuff. So like there was only it was only ever going to be able her, to be her to activate it right and then she couldn't so if she didn't think she was going to be able to do it why set it up that way right yeah so shinji escapes uh to nerve and you sort of feel like okay we're gonna find out what's going on uh ray uh it was revealed to be a a ray 
uh, in a black plug suit with the number nine on it. Not the numbers we've seen on Ray before. Right. So they've gone through a few rays in the in the intervening time. Presumably, right? Uh, and you see, you know, they're traveling through some kind of like, oh, this is like ruined Tokyo 3, and this is the elevator that we remember. And these are like hallways that kind of look like nerve hallways, except kind of rusty. And then you go down the escalator, and it's like, oh, the geofront is like gone. <laughs> man it's just a hole yeah it's it's a crater uh and they walk for a very long time in andrew's art movie sort of uh venue right a lot of like panning shots of yeah. empty landscape and i think i think it's also this is like really finally set, setting the tone here for hey uh Things have changed since that TV show you watched. This is the first moment of like, look at how much blown up this is. And and definitely art shots. But like, and this is not entirely what I mean by art. Um, what I mean by art is like the, uh, the way sometimes this movie like doesn't want to explain what's happening. Like, the I mean, we're not there yet, but like the wall of infinites and stuff like that. Yeah. I got a whole conspiracy board over here about those. So <laughs> don't worry. Uh, but the, yeah, so they, they eventually after much uh, walking arrive at wherever Gendo is. And you're like, okay, you know, Ainami brought him to Gendo. Now we're back in some Evangelion stuff. Here we go. Right. Yep. Human instrumentality comes up again here. Mm hmm. And you learn Gendo's plan for Shinji and Kaworu. At least the part of it that he's willing to tell them. Is this where right. they talk to Sela or is it later? I think you get a scene with Gendo and Sela right after this. Okay. I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, there's one, there is there one more, right around here. There are more Sela scenes later, of course, but yeah. this is the... I think this is the first we had a question during two and I want to see if you guys found the answer to it here because I don't think I did about who was working with who and what each one of their plans were. Yeah, I don't think we know anymore. <laughs> Even by the end of this, I think I still don't know what Gendo's plan is. I, th I think I understand Sele's plan, but I don't think I understand anyone else's plans. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, he tells them that I'm going to put you and Kawaru into AV-13 over here, and you see, like, a big, like, Death Star-looking landmine giant thing uh, with a big 13 written on it, <laughs> not ominous at all, uh, and say, you know, you guys are going to pilot this Unit 13 together, and uh, that will be, you know, that's your job now, Shinji. Uh, and then he kind of like sends him off on his way and is like, all right, now go. I don't want to see you anymore. Goodbye. Yeah. And, then, and, and then, now we get into the art film portion of the movie. And I think somewhere in here, Andrew is right. We do get a scene with Gendo and Fiyasuki yeah. and Sele talking about Gendo says, you know, I, uh, you know, everything is coming along. We'll, all will be done according to the Pact of the Dead Sea Scrolls and all this stuff, yeah. right? But it's the same stuff we've heard before, you know? And almost, it's right. just in a different package. 
It's interesting that you mentioned, because Fuyutsuki is almost a bigger character now than Gendo is in this movie. Because of all the he is. stuff he has he to does do. anything. Yeah, absolutely. Which yeah. is weird. I, certainly a change from before, right? Where he was just sort of the yes man. Uh, and so we, it, uh, Michael is correct. Now we enter the art film portion where we get a lot of scenes of Shinji sad and alone in his bedroom. Uh, or, like, not even a bedroom, I would call it a, like, one-room cell. Uh, he attempts to make friends with Ayanami, who he discovers on the edge of, like, a really creepy, mystical-looking machine. <laughs> uh, yep, and slowly starts to piece it together. Isn't... This is not his Ayanami. I mean, isn't that machine just, a, like, an expanded version with more tanks of the cloning chamber that used to exist? It looked like, to me, like a really freaky-looking version of all those cloning tanks, which we assumed... Yeah, so... You Before. see Ayanami in the, the main tank later. Yeah. The, I think Andrew is right that it is some sort of like clone sustainment machine or something. Because it's not exactly the same one we see the clones coming out of in the other stuff. But it is definitely like it looks like that and ha sort of has that same look of all the like, you know, weird magical machinery. And yeah, the. You know, here, you know, Shinji is like, you know, trying to make friends with her again and trying to, you know, bring her out of her shell. Oh, I'll get you these books and you can read and whatever. And that'll be great. And then it's just. Wall of complete uncaring interest about anything. Right? I like to read. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and then she doesn't do any of the reading because she wasn't ordered to. And yeah, just a real bad feeling time here for our boy Shinji. Uh, until he disco uh, discovers Kawaru and apparently his virtuosic ability to learn to play the piano. Yeah, so I couldn't I couldn't really tell here if if he has this ability because it's the start of him and Kawaru thinking or if he used to play the piano and just has not done it in a while and it's being coaxed out of him maybe it's because he's lived multiple lives so i actually took this in a art movie thing that this whole scene was meant as a like pastiche showing you time is passing both things are true yes that that is definitely true yeah uh this is where i begin to believe that uh Shinji has lived multiple lives. I don't know. I still don't know. I certainly could believe it based on everything else that's going on and all the sort of like talk about cycles and, you know, the those themes keep coming up in here. But gosh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, Kawaru has implied several times that they have done this before. I mean, we haven't even started talking about Kawaru yet and what the heck he's about. And I don't understand how it all fits together. But we so have to finish the movie before that, I think. Sure. So let's hustle through the end here because it's insane. So, uh, you, know, you know, Shinji says, I want to know what happened. And Kawaru goes, okay, like, you know, I'll take you. Let's go. 
Uh, we're going to go on a trip to the ricketyest and most dangerous bridge ever built. Uh, and they do, and then Koro's like, all right, who's ready for the lore dump? Go! Yeah, <laughs> so then you get a very weird, like, I couldn't figure out exactly what the perspective was between Tokyo 3 and the moon, like, immediately behind it. So I think the moon is just, like, really close now. Like, it's okay. just, there's a very big moon. It's closer, or something. And it has all these weird red splotches all over it. Red crosses? Yep. Uh, the landscape is, uh, spe- I mean, at least in this area, right, is specifically very destroyed. Uh, there are tons of Avas impaled all over the place here. Just like throughout the entire landscape, just littered with them, right? The uh, Quaru explains that, you know, oh, what happened at you know, after you saved or, you know, whatever happened with Ayanami, you caused what the hu- the Lilin, he says, right? The Lilin. That's this comes again later. Yep. Remember for yeah, implying implying that Kawaru is not a Lilin, uh, which we already knew yes. from the other show. Yes. Uh, interesting, though, when you hear other people say this later. Uh, that the Lilin have called what happened that day the near third impact, right? But we sort of saw the end of that event with Ava Unit 1 impaled on the spear that Kawaru threw from the moon or whatever. Which was which spear? Yep. Did we figure this out yet? Because it's... I don't get it. I don't know that we did, but I want to say... Because the spear of Longinus, or Longinus, was... Longinus. Longinus was I in think... Central Dogma impaling Lilith the whole time. Yeah. So that had to be the Cassius spear... Which is also Kawaru now there. brought from the moon. But that's also now down inside Central Which Dogma. Which is what we are told, yes. It's, it's actually the other one. It's Cassius that he uses to impale him. Right. Which is yeah. what we were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but this that is where we get end. the shot of all the... This, did you already say... Yeah, you already said this is where we get the shot of the, the weird red landscape. The weird right? red Ava's all yeah. over. The weird red landscape everywhere. The like tons of Avas throughout the countryside sort of impaled yeah. all over the place. Yep. Uh, and he sort of explains, you know, this, you know, you were the cause of all this. This is, you know, this near third impact happened and this is the result. Yeah. And we get the, here, we finally get a, I guess, redefinition might be a better word um, of what human instrumentality is. Yes, this was a big moment, yeah. Because it's not, it's not the same as it was in the TV show. Correct. It seems not to be. Right. So in this version... Or... Okay, never mind. Go ahead. I was going to say, in this version, they basically have to eradicate humanity to pave the way for the next phase of evolution to occur. The implication being that they kill everyone, or they destroy their physical forms so that they can unite to become something else and re you know cause this other life to exist right he says to like rebirth the seed of life or something like that right yeah fruit fruit of life fruit of life there you go thank you um fruit of the loom i think so we kind of already discussed up top that kuaru not maybe the most reliable narrator of events here uh, 
I'm pretty sure, based on what we saw at the end of that last movie, everything wasn't completely destroyed like this at that time. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think there's been some fighting that has gone on to cause all these destroyed Avas. I don't know I that think, we saw outside I, of Central Dogma after the end of that movie. Uh, he wasn't in Central Dogma, right? He was still. Well, I mean, they, we the, in the uh, Geo Front, right? We didn't see outside right, the Geo Front. We didn't see outside the Geo Front. So right. this could have happened then. I think what this implies, or could imply, is that because it was interrupted, I don't understand why Kawaru would be working with Nerve and interrupt the third impact if that's what they wanted. But this seems to imply that because it was interrupted, they, you have all these Avas around. I think all of that stuff happened because there was an actual third impact. Based on what we see in Central Dogma later, a real third impact occurred. Because at the end of that last movie, Lilith was still impaled on the spear with the mask on and was small. And another Ava got down there. Something in the ensuing 14 years, the, uh, one of the angels got down there. Uh, well, actually, we know one of the angels got down there, right? Right. Or we know later. We find out. Yeah, so I guess let's like get to the end of the. Yeah, we gotta so we gotta motor through the end because we still got to put all this conspiracy board up. Yep. Uh, so uh, they're wandering around. They get this exposition. Fiatsuki spills the tea on kind of like the plans and what's going on here and who Ava Unit One is and Ray and Yui and kind of Gendo's relationship to all of them. Yep. A uh, very important moment right after that happens where Kawaru to get Shinji kind of to come out of his shell completely takes the collar off of him and puts it on himself. Yeah. Almost like magically has the ability to just like move the collar onto himself. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And he tells Shinji that it was originally meant for him. Right. Yes. Which was interesting. And I'm, I'm not sure I ever put that into, into the full context. And so they eventually uh, suit up, and it is now time to drift in my notes. <laughs> uh, so they, they get together in this, like, dual cockpit uh, of Ava-13, and they descend down into Central Dogma with uh, Ray in the Unit 9 Adam's Vessel thing, uh, you know, for backup, I guess. Right. And Kawaru gives Shinji the story that if they go down to Central Dogma and take the two spears, they can use them to undo the damage of the third impact or the near third impact. He says undo, put everything back the way it was. He doesn't say you can undo it. I think there's, uh, again, more evidence for him being a little coy with what he's saying here he he says we can put everything back the way it was sure uh and we get down as we start going down into central dogma we see just some of the weirdest stuff hundreds of red avas these things that he refers to as the failures of infinity uh all over the place just like crawling around uh as they sort of descend down into central dogma And then they land, and it's just a river, a huge pile of skulls. (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't disconcerting or anything. No, that was not there before. 
No, it was not. Definitely all on the up and up here. No problems going on. Uh, and then they see a giant body of some sort decapitated with an Ava on the top of it and two spears through it, right? Uh, at which point then, I believe this is where they are immediately attacked, or does it take another minute here? Well, so as soon as they activate the the Ava, it shows up on Vile's radar. Right, yes. So they, they're on their way. And, and you, I mean, you very shortly after. It, it's slightly important to mention that they are being shadowed by Mark IX and not Ray. Yes. Yes. Uh, the They also mention at some point here as uh, the attack force of Asuka and Mari arrive that Unit 13 does not have an AT field. Uh, Unit yes. 13 can't have an AT field. Wait, why? Because Kawaru's an angel. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the angels have AT fields themselves. Yeah, but right? if you remember what happens if you put two AT fields on top of each other? Hmm. Okay, fair. <laughs> it, it's following its own logic, yeah. At least it's doing that. Yep. Uh, as they start to get closer to their plan of pulling these spears out, Kawaru starts to notice something is wrong here. And then immediately stops being useful for the rest of the movie. Yeah, um, pretty much. Kind of, yeah. So he's he's has he retreats into himself here and tries to figure out who's Why? who's yeah. playing what game. Right, the who same out, thing we've been trying to figure out. Who outmaneuvered who here? And he seems to be very upset that the two spears are not the two that he thought they were. There are two of the same spear. No, one of them. Doesn't he say one of them has cloned itself to look like the other one? He says that the the they have or it morphed or something like this. Yeah, like changed in some way that he didn't seem to think they could undo. It was just like now there are two of this one and not two different ones. Uh, and there's a, another cool fight scene going on here where uh, Ava 13 is protected by these two little flying disc things while uh, Mari and while Mari is keeping not Ray occupied <laughs> and Shinji is like not pointed like barely attempting to fight back against Asuka uh, and until eventually I forget who what stops Asuka the little robot things? Did they eventually immobilize her? I don't. I don't. I, I don't got remember. so focused on what the heck Kawaru started saying at the end here about 13th Angels and stuff that I, I've forgotten. I think she gets hit by not Ray. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what I. She, yes. she gets like sucker punched by not Ray. Well, and so it, not. It so not Ray was important to mention because that causes everybody who's trying to fight. Uh, to fight instead of Kawaru and Shinji while they yell at each other inside of an Ava. Okay, yes, right. good point. Uh, and eventually uh, they get bought enough time for Shinji to just be like, all right, I got this. I'm just going to go over and take these spears. Everything will be good. You said it was going to be good, Kawaru. Let's go. Here we go. And meanwhile, Kawaru the entire time has been muttering like, 
you know, I went from being the first angel. He just literally says I was the first and got demoted to the 13th or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was first and. Uh, which again, I'm pretty sure we saw earlier and in the other shows saying there were only supposed to be 12 angels. Uh huh. Yeah. And the first so... angel supposed to be Adam, right? Lilith? Lilith is Wait, two. No, Adam. Lilith's two. Adam's one. So how is Kawaru Adam? Because, I mean, he says so, but apparently not anymore based on him saying that he just got demoted. It's definitely a question. So I get the feeling that we're not going to see Gendo and the weird hand thing anymore uh, based on this set of discussion here. Yeah. Doubtful. Uh, and the eventual thing, Shinji pulls them out, uh, and Ray, after doing, after seeing that happen, decapitates the unit six that was still there, but impaled mm-hmm. and outsprings the 11th angel who 12, 12th angel, the 12th angel. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That Asuka and Mari immediately go, it was still alive, implying that they were here before fighting it. Mm hmm. Uh, and which again, we never saw, uh, and then the angel, uh, attacks and they sort of have to fight it off while, uh, Kawaru's necklace starts to be activated. Is this when that happens? Um, not just yet because there's a scene in here with, um, it cuts away to Gendo. Right, so the the uh, Shinji takes the spears. He pulls them both out, despite Kawaru and Asuka begging him not to, um, because he thinks he's gonna, you know, he's gonna fix this. Um, right. And as he does so, the th- Ava thirteen starts to awaken. Mm-hmm. Um, it has the second set of arms, um, and then like sprouts a couple of halos. And the, uh, what does he call them? The doors of... The door of Guff. Yes, the door <laughs> of Guff opens. I forgot about um, that one. Which is the start of the fourth impact. Yeah, right. Right, uh, and no- then... Noticeably being called the fourth impact. Again, implying that there was a actual third impact that happened off screen. Not a near one, right? A real one. Right. Yep. Um, so then we get this scene with with Gindo and the Sele monoliths where he's shutting them down. Yeah. And they don't seem mad. Nope. No, because they they seem almost like their their plan has come to fruition. But it's so weird because in the last movie, it seemed like Gendo and them were trying to play each other. And then now it's like, oh, everybody's happy. Yep. I'm like What? So I think that you, I think that both are still true, right? I think Gendo's whole point was that, all right, you know, here we go, instrumentality. And I think the implication, at least in this series, is those monoliths were their actual, like, souls or something, keeping those things alive. There were no people on the other end. I think that is maybe true, but also that maybe Gendo was trying to do it a different way than they wanted. Same goal, but different, different, uh, you know, like tracks. He, he had a different timeline in mind for sure. 
or but like keep using Ray and and Shinji for things when Sele would have been just happy if it had just been done, you know. I I think Sele wanted Kawaru and Shinji, and I think you're right that Gendo probably still wants Ray involved somehow. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, we know why. Obviously, in this movie, they finally admit Again, to the uh, the cloning and the and all that stuff. And that it's it's Yui. Yui. Right? Yeah. This stuff we and discussed last also, time. You. You get the giant, the at some point, the scene of the giant head of the giant Lilith that Gendo is looking at all the time, which is not at all super creepy. It's pretty creepy. Uh, and they eventually, uh, the wonder shows up and has a cool scene of like slamming one of the Ava's back to avert the angel killing it. And they rally back to beat the angel off, right? The angel, uh, the whole thing is a core. You have to blow the whole thing up. Uh, and so Asuka throws her entire unit two at it and blows the whole thing to smithereens, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and we end with Asuka pulling, you know, Shinji ejects, uh, Kawaru's head is blown off. Asuka pulls Shinji out of the plug and is like, why didn't you help me? All right, come on. We're going to walk through the desert with Ray tagging along behind. Well, him. we missed the part where, uh, where Kawaru kills himself. No, the collar kills him. He stabs the thing they're in when it's awakening, right? right? So he stabs. Oh, oh, he prevents the the fourth. Prevents the awakening by stabbing, which in turn causes him to blow up. Somehow. I mean, I think the caller just took its sweet time in, you know, movie fashion of now was the time to tell you that this thing is finally ready. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's bring out the crazy theories. Uh, did 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 everyone die again? I don't. I don't we missed the uh, didn't. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, we didn't miss it. Um, I think I think we hit everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kawaru and Shinji is like the mm-hmm. the point of this movie, right? Yeah, definitely. Kawaru and Shinji is the point of this movie. Yes. It's implied that Kawaru is the first and 13th angel. 13th angel has to die because there can't be a 13th angel. It's explicitly said by Kawaru that he's the first angel. That means he's an Adam. But we know that there are other Adams in theory. Or have have been. I I I think the implication is that all of the angels except for Lilith are some kind of part of Adam because they've all been trying to get to Lilith at the bottom, right. To unite and cause the, the whole impact. But then, uh, Kaworu didn't anyway. Or did he, uh, what was the second impact? <clears throat> the end of that other mo- show <laughs> was about Kaworu. Getting Shinji through human instrumentality, right? Or, or Ray, depending on whether you want to consider End of Evangelion, but yeah. 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 Is it possible that we are now reliving multiple timelines at the same time because the impacts keep failing? And that Gendo is trying to ascend people in order to set things right 
and get everything reset to the beginning. Yeah. I feel like Gendo's motivations are are a little bit simpler than that. I feel like he just wants to be reunited with his wife. And this is the crazy way that he is trying to go about it. I get that. I think at this point, I won't put anything past this series because of how crazy it's been in the past. But Michael's interpretation feels closer to right to me anyway. It, the story thus far is ambiguous enough that all, you can kind of say whatever you want. I don't see any like definitive proof for really anything here. But certainly they attempt to explain Gendo's motivation here. And Fiatsuki does, right? They say like his whole goal has been to, you know, bring back Yui. So I'm, I mean, I'm at least inclined to give Fiatsuki some credit. Maybe he's still hiding some things. But Maybe. it seems to want to at least have a simpler story about what's going on than this crazy merging of all human consciousness and souls into some, you know, crazy series of who knows what the heck is going on. Maybe all the Avas and all these things are like ascended people then. Totally could the be. Infinities? I think the infinities. I that is where I was going to go with my next conspiracy topic. And I think the implication is that maybe all of those infinity failures or failures of infinity, whatever he calls them, like could be, or are like people transformed into Ava's as a result of that, the last impact, which is why there are so many of them and why there are so many crosses all over the place, all the red sea, because the crosses come from when you destroy an angel, right? That's the, well, and and how did they explosion. get so many cores to create all these non right non piloted avas if they don't have souls of people right in theory well, do they still need the cores for the unpiloted ones yeah they because remember when they pull that ship out of the water they like oh pull harder further back because then we'll expose the cores mm-hmm. yeah yep yep. So I, I definitely think that that's a very plausible reading that all these like failure Avas or whatever they are that are impaled all over the place are or were people. Certainly explains all the skulls. Right. And so their souls right. are left in Ava of, form and, and their skulls are down there at the bottom, right? And most of those Avas are beheaded, by the way, if you look again. Not the ones up on the surface, but the ones down in Central Dogma. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Go for it with the with the red tape because I said my things and they're probably very obvious things to people that have finished this. Gosh. Okay. Where where else do we want to go, Michael? Do you have a particular point you want to talk about? Um. Oh goodness. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's a. Uh if it's a really a conspiracy theory moment at all, but one of the moments that I kind of related to watching this mo movie most was one that we didn't actually talk about where Fuyutsuki reveals all the stuff about his mother being alive and sealed inside unit one. And Shinji has a mental breakdown mm -hmm. where he's just wandering through um, nerve headquarters with, you know, reality spinning around him not literally not knowing what is up anymore 
and it felt like the same feeling they were trying to induce in us as the audience of just like what in the world is going on here pretty effective i felt yeah that whole series of scenes left me very disoriented which is basically how shinji was feeling i know that shinji and asuka don't look like they've aged at all did mari look like she aged to you guys no she looked the same to me okay Yes, certainly didn't look different enough the way Toji's sister or... Yeah, Toji's Sato sister grew Ritsuko. up, yeah. Because um, I was trying I to figure out why they wouldn't age inside the Avas. Yeah, so we don't really get any more explanation other than Asuka's, like, the curse of the Avas. And that's and really I- all... We I was wondering if that was a lie and that they just can't age because they were born from those coffins. The, that could be the curse, right? Hmm. Don't know. Or it could be that, that Vile doesn't know why, right? And they just sort of are, you know, they, they just don't have the answers. I'm, I, it is one of the things I'm very curious about to see if they will answer. And while we're talking about Asuka here, I wanted to bring up a line that she says near the end of the movie. Uh, she talks about, oh, you know, the, you know, we need to go find, what was it? What's go to about? where the Lillen are. Go to where the Lillen are. Thank you. Yeah. That's the way Kawaru talks about humans. But she also still hates Shinji the same way she did before, so. And Kawaru likes him the same way he did before, right? Yeah. I I think it is interesting that Asuka now has sort of removed herself out of humanity the, the same way Kawaru has. And She was merged you know, with an Rey, angel, right? Right, right. In the last movie, so maybe she still has the memories or something. Definitely there's, you know, is that angel still trapped inside her somehow, or is there still some kind of like crazy you know did that experience sort of cause that curse for her you know who knows yeah hmm i thought it looked like the suits had kind of aged and been damaged and stuff like that so i thought maybe it was just her that hadn't aged but i hmm. am told that there is a canon manga that takes place directly before this movie. Oh no. Why are you telling us where, now? Uh, <laughs> not where Mari convinces Asuka to wear the same suit but repaired that she wore. It had before. tape all over it. It was cool. Interesting. To this rescue mission in the hopes that Shinji would recognize her. Oh. Yeah. Well it clearly worked. Cool. So there is a wiki for this because I was trying to find the name of the manga you just mentioned. I believe it's there, Evangelion 120 Minutes or something. Uh, this one's uh, EvangelionFandom.com. Uh, oh, I meant the name of the manga. Oh, so there are, quote-unquote, tears of canonicity. Oh, gosh. Please don't... Okay, I went down this wiki rabbit hole. I've investigated many different Evangelion wikis. Uh, don't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> Your own sanity. I won't, but I have to read you the content the table of contents for the tiers of canonicity one anime two statements by ano three supplement sources 
four manga. So it's not very high in the tiers of canonicity. The manga. Also, there is an entire sections of some of these mangas devoted to whether this is the NGE Neon Genesis Evangelion, the show, or the NTE the new theater experience which are these movies oh uh i assume you're talking abbreviation no the nte is the rebuild movies the ones that we've been watching uh okay well um i don't know we we could talk about it all day and all night we I'm, i'm lost i i completely don't understand how Kawaru could be an angel but also have a soul because he said that he had a soul because they needed two souls in order to pull the two spears. So he's got to be some sort of hybrid. Who is to say that angels don't have souls? They just have angel souls. Instead of well, no, souls. because uh, well, they definitely said that Ray couldn't do it. Right, because she's a clone. Yeah. We all know clones don't have souls, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> or do we? Oh, I don't. I can't uh, take that stance. I don't know where I am on my cloning. You know, I got to pull down my eyelids and see if I have any dots. Hold on. Man, the sixth day. What a movie! <laughs> did you ever see that one, Michael? I don't think I did. This, oh this is Arnold. Arnold classic. Yes. Yeah. Well, where do we go from here? We've got one more movie. Do we do it up straight next week or do we take a week off to process this one? We just got to finish it, don't we? Gosh, I don't know. I'm very torn. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny that neither of none of us walked away. I liked this movie, actually. I liked how short it was. I liked the pacing. Um, I had I was confused watching it, but I had fun. I had fun. I loved the music. I liked that the movie was like, hey, you know, we spent two movies trying to undo all that hate you had for Shinji, but here it is again. <laughs> Back in full effect. Yeah. Uh, um. All right. Well, I guess we'll just finish it then. I think we need to. Okay. Are we all? Are we? Are we can we get? Can we do it one last time? Find out next week on We Were Gamers. And if you have questions about it, you can send those into podcast at WeWereGamers.com. No spoilers, but if you uh, if you find things like we were talking about with the uh, who came up with Drift before these two movies or I am I am very interested in like the the references and the stuff that they pulled from for this. Yeah. Yeah. We're also on the internet all over the place at We Were Gamers on social media. Find us on YouTube. Please subscribe there. That really helps us out. And uh yeah, it's been been a wild ride so far. Has been a trip. <laughs> Fourteen years in the making. I almost feel like I need to rewatch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to, but I almost feel like I need to. 
in to order to prep for the like what is the canonical finale of all this time we put in. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I've just lost myself in too deep in the plug or whatever. My plug depth is too too low. <laughs> you need to pull back before you go too deep. I know. I'm going to go into beast mode. <laughs>